0: episode Radio, episode number 81. It's good to be here. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. We got a new look. We got some new glasses. What's up? I don't know if you guys knew that I even wear glasses. Um, I, I don't really wear them that often, and obviously, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you have no idea. So go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Check it out. Um, it's all in the show notes and everything. Come hang out on the YouTube channel because I feel closer to you. I feel a deeper connection. Um, anyways, yeah, I I don't, I don't wear glasses often. I wear them. (laughs) I have to wear them at night now. Uh, but I got my eyes checked a few days ago or a week ago and I have a stigmatism, a small, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. A small stigmatism, stigmatism. I think that's it. Um, so I realized, first of all, I didn't know what that really was. I've heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. And, basically when I drive at night, the, the lights stretch and, uh, create this like cinematic look. Not really. It's not one of those, uh, um, what are those lenses called? I forgot. But anyways, it's not one of those. It's just like, it's, it just makes me not see very well or worse. Um, but my eyesight's not that bad. I just have a little bit of that stigmatism and, um, it's harder to see at night. And so I wear these at night, but then I don't know. I just like the look and I needed, I needed a new look. I needed to embrace my Clark Kent. I needed an an, an identity shift. And I don't know, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but something that's really interesting that happens where we don't even realize what we're doing, but sometimes we anchor a certain identity when we wear something specific. So when you go and shop and get new clothes, right? You feel better. You feel differently. You're excited. And you are now anchoring this, this feeling of this and this excitement to those new clothes. And you can actually do this. There's, there's a book on this and I forgot what it's called, but there's, there's something that happens in our brains where this is, I'm not making this shit up, I promise. Um, we attach ourselves to these certain thoughts and emotions when we're either experiencing something, wearing something, etc. It's a, it's a, it's a scientific fact. It's an actual thing. Uh, and what I realized with my business and the, and my productivity and things is when I wear my shoes in the house, I'm immediately more productive and more focused. And what I realized was. The reason I think that is, is because when I go to coffee shops or when I used to go to coffee shops, when those things were open, I would always wear my shoes. I'm not, I'm not working barefoot. And so there's something about wearing shoes that puts me into this mentality. It's the same thing when you go out and you wear cologne or perfume, when you spray cologne or perfume, and you only do that when you go out imagine how you'd feel if you sprayed your cologne or perfume when doing work or just doing daily stuff. Maybe you'd feel more excited. Maybe you'd feel, um, a little happier or a different shift in your mindset. Uh, if you were to use it for something different, if, but it'll only work, obviously, if you just use cologne and stuff to, to go out. So there has to be a lot of repetition, um, with it. And so what I want to do with these new glasses is every single time I wear them, I want it to be, I want to embody my higher self, the person that has everything that I am trying to obtain with my relationship, my business, my life, my family, everything. And so I'm only allowing myself to be that person when I'm wearing these glasses. And I'm going to do a little experiment. So anyways, that that's just a real kind of a little short story. I I don't know if you're find that interesting or not, but we've got something really important. I'm not going to cut into the five-star reviews or anything like that. We're getting right into the sauce because, uh, for, because really, uh, it's, if we could end the podcast right here and I, I, you know, God forbid, knock on wood, I can't record another podcast again. I'd be pretty blessed that this, this would be my, my finale here. Uh, and it's because i'm very passionate and i think very deeply on this topic and I'm, I think I might piss a lot of people off this this might sting a little bit this might hurt you uh, but it all kind of stems from what makes someone that is doing that that is a freelancer or is just starting out that is making a small amount of money or or a, a portion of of money that they they're, they're at a place where they don't want to be right? They're making a certain amount of revenue. They're working with a certain amount of clients, customers, etc. that they're, they want to be at a different level. And what is that difference between, for example, a freelancer that's making $50,000 a year as a freelancer versus someone that's making half a million dollars as a creative business owner? Why aren't you getting to the point where you want to get to? Why are you, why are you stuck? Why, are you having a hard time finding clients why are you having a hard time charging what you are worth whether you're working with clients or customers with within the digital product realm it doesn't matter why 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 are you in this position somebody asked me this question and I got like really reflective and started thinking about my story and you know working with these high level people and When I started to book a 10K client, a five-figure client, and what was that switch? And I want to kind of break down some things that you need to start thinking about right now to get you to that next level, if you do want to get to that next level. But I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're looking to up-level, you're looking to grow you, and you're looking to grow your creative business, right? And if you want to do that, it comes down to the things that I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. So listen up, um, because it's very important that you take note of this. Okay. So number one, first thing that I have to say is stop calling yourself freelancer. Just stop, stop it. Stop that right now. (laughs) Okay. Having a freelance freelancer mentality is probably the fastest way where you're going to remain stuck You are going to continue the hamster wheel of doing the same things over and over again. And you're giving yourself a worse of an opportunity or a chance to build something that gives you your freedom back. I've talked about this before. Why do we we start our creative business in the first place? Typically start it because we want freedom. We want to be our own boss. We want to do things our way. It kind of stems from... Those selfish reasons. Right. And when we dive into it, we, we realize, whoa, 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 I don't, I I'm working more than I've worked ever before. And usually there's that excuse of like, well, I'm working on the stuff that I love and it doesn't feel like work. Well, I, I don't know about you, but if you continue down the same path working 12, 14, 16 hour days, doing the same shit over and over again every single day, I don't care how much you love it, I think there's gonna be a breaking point. And I'm telling you, there's gonna be a breaking point. There's going to come a time where you break down. I've had that. I've broken down. I've cried. I've 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 stayed up all night. I have cried tears. Ask Wix. You can you can ask her. I've got I've had my own shit. Okay. There's going to come a time where you break down. (laughs) All right. Being that freelancer and having that as your mindset, calling yourself freelancer is uh, not going to do you any, any good. Okay. So that, so that's number one. Okay. Number two is we need to become a specialist. We need to become a special list. We need to become an expert. We need to become knowledgeable We need to have wisdom. We need to become known for something, right? When I was in the video world working with clients and I would see people charge more than me, work with people that were high-end people, people that had big budgets, like a, like a Tony Robbins, you know, someone like that, who's like big, you know, um, just a high level person, right? I'm just throwing that out as as an example. I would see people working with these people (laughs) and I would think to myself, why the fuck am I not able to do that stuff? Why am I not able to charge what that person is charging? Why am I not able to work with those types of people when deep down I felt more talented creatively than those people? And I would compare myself and it's not good to compare yourself, but it's hard not to sometimes. Let's be real. And I'll be like, why, why can't, why is this not happening there? I produce way higher in video than them. And that's because I was just a guy with a camera. I wasn't known for something. I didn't solve a specific problem. And the bigger problem that you can solve, the bigger role that you can play in someone else's life, the more money you're going to make, the more money you can charge, And more often than not, you can work with higher quality, higher end people. So we have to become a specialist. We have to. And just like, oh, I make videos to grow your brand. Be better than that. You have to be more specific than just that. You have to be, you have to, if you look at it as an equation, right? There's a formula, right? start thinking about where within that equation of this person's life or this person's brands or business, businesses life, where do you fit on that equation and how big of a role does it play in them getting where they want to go from point A to point B. Everybody's trying to get to point B. And You know, obviously we're we're continuing to go further along our journey, but there, you know, we always raise the bar, right? There's always that next point. Is 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 my point? (laughs) There's always that next step, right? But let's just call it point B. What where where can you help them get to that point B? Where can you get them or help them get to that destination, right? We have to become a specialist. Nobody wants to hire some random person nobody wants to hire well they do but that's for the maybe the the $500 client for a gym edit that i like to make fun of cuz that's what i used to do right start thinking about this how can you let go of some of these things that you're thinking about like you know i produce high quality video i i do this i'm i'm good at this instead ask yourself what ask yourself the question what do you think people believe that you are known for. If you, you need to step out of your, your shoes and you step out of your ego, really look at yourself objectively of what you're doing, the way you're communicating, the way you're marketing yourself and ask what other people think you're known for. Maybe ask around your, your circle or your group of friends or, you know your network or i wouldn't ask your family to be honest but but ask ask the people around you that are a part of the world that you're involved in the little bubble that you're involved in or start asking the clients that you're working with right now and if they give you an answer that's generic that's a bad sign so how can we become a specialist how can we become known for something how can we build that credibility around that People need to come to your shit and be like, that's what I need because of blah, 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 blah. And if people are not doing that, then you're, you're missing out on opportunities. Now, this is where I'm going to start hurting people's feelings. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Okay. We need to, number three, stop focusing on the random bullshit that isn't moving the needle forward. And I talk about that a lot, but what is what exactly does that mean? Focusing on followers, focusing on follower growth, I gotta build my following to start working with these brands. I gotta build my following to look more credible so I can charge more if I'm working with customers in the digital space. Building followers doesn't mean jack shit. It means that you're building and there's a there's a big difference between building a following and building a business. And there's, there's, a, some, there's a text that I, I sent out to my community A few days ago, there are people out there that you've never even heard of that have less than 2000 followers that have built a multiple seven figure business that are just crushing the game, living their life and, and feeling good and et cetera, et cetera. And then there's people that have Instagram accounts with millions, a million, over a million followers that are broke, broke. And I've worked with people in the past that have had hun- uh, over 100,000 followers, 200,000 followers that were struggling with money. And there's also those accounts with a million followers that are struggling with money. So why is that? What What's going on there? And I think there's... I need to make a podcast episode about that specifically because I've I've been a guy that has never had a big following, right? And yet I've been able to build a multiple six-figure business. Why? Why is that? Also, we need to stop focusing on our branding and our website. These are things that, and this is where I might hurt some feelings, throwing a warning out there. These are the things that a lot of creatives are hiding behind. It's like a Comfort blanket if you will an anxiety blanket they hide behind the things like the branding and the website because it's fun They're not putting themselves out there And it's this it's a it becomes a safety net and I'm not really coming up the with great words to describe it But I can tell you right now from my own personal experience that is not going to get you in anywhere near where you want to go. There are businesses that with that have that make millions of dollars creative businesses that make millions of dollars that maybe have rebranded twice their website, things like that. Myself, I have made six figures without a website. marinate on that for a little bit. If I'm able to make six figures without a website, then you have no excuse. If you're not making six figures yet, if you're not making six figures and you're focusing on branding and your and your website, I'm not talking about your portfolio, Your portfolio if you're working with client work if you're a videographer photographer not talking about i'm not talking about your portfolio i'm talking about the design of your website the fonts the branding the colors all the all the the prettiness of it and the making it cool special unique whatever you don't need to do it i had portfolio i had videos to show people and i had a network and i used that network and that portfolio and i was able to communicate my value and show what I do for people. I was known for something within a network of people that all I had to do was have a, uh, have a portfolio. If I needed to, show, hey, we can do something like this, and I can display that just to give them an idea. I did that and made six figures. I didn't, I, I, you know what, what I said was, yeah, my website's under construction. That's what I told them every single time. My website's under construction, and it was. It was under construction, but I was just so busy. I was, I was too focused on other things that was actually making me money. So I'm like, let's just, let's just keep, let's just keep doing this. So (laughs) that's, that's my, if you could take anything from this podcast, just start putting your website under construction and just leave it. That's the, that's the key. No, don't do that. Uh, Anyways, the, these things become these, the safety net, this comfort zone. And I'm telling you this because this is what I would do. It's fun, right? I would love right now to go and just start like making my website pretty and start like my branding, in my opinion, even right now, my branding, I think is, is kind of garbage. Like I, I don't really like my branding that much. It's on the to-do list, but it's way down below the to-do list because I know what's more important. That is not anywhere near uh, my focus right now. Start thinking about some of these things. What what are you hiding behind potentially? maybe you don't realize that you're hiding and maybe you're getting really angry with me right now, but let me, ex- let me say it like this. Typically nine times out of 10, the things that scare you the most are going to produce you more revenue. And just to give you a couple of, of, of examples here, you getting in front of a client and pitching, or you getting in front of a potential customer and pitching wh- whatever, um, is probably a lot scarier for most than it is to work on your website. And when you are pitching, typically, more often than not, there's some type of transaction that's gonna happen at the end of that, right? So start asking yourself, what are the things that scare you the most within your own creative business? And just take a little audit of, oh yeah, that, that yeah, he's got me there. That makes me more money than this, than what I'm doing right here. Take a little audit to make a, make a little, Uh, checklist, to-do list, not a to-do list, make a, make a little checklist of these things that you're doing and what scares you the most versus what is maybe more fun or, um, you just more of your comfort zone. Um, you might be surprised. And the last thing that I am going to say to wrap this all together in a nice, pretty bow is to start making decisions from this moment that you're listening to this right now, start making decisions based on your vision versus your current circumstances, all right? We have to get out of this victim mentality. I have played a victim. Many, many people play victim. It's a very easy trap to get yourself lost in. Don't do it. Start making decisions based on your goals. And to give you an example, if you are trying to figure out what your day rate is, you should always calculate it based off of how much money you're trying to make versus how much money you're currently making making. If you're trying to make a half a million dollars, you are not going to be worth a $100 an hour. You're going to be worth over $450 an hour. So how can you start pricing yourself differently just based off of that alone, right? We need to start making different decisions. And that's why people that don't have a lot of money remain not having a lot of money because they continue making the same decisions over and over again. So trust me, these things, they hurt. They sting. They, 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 fuck, they fuck me up, to be quite frank. But this is the stuff that's going to make an impact. This is the stuff that's going to move the needle forward. This is the stuff that's going to evolve you as a person, not your business. You have to evolve you, which then will create a domino effect for your business evolve yourself, evolve your business. Your business is just a reflection of who you're being and the decisions that you're making. If you're like, all that sounds really good, but I want to continue learning more and, and dive deeper into this. I'm putting together something very special. It's absolutely free, not charging for it. I'm putting together a brand new three day live workshop. If you've been a part of these workshops in the past, you know how seriously I take them. You know, I don't do them very often and I'm constantly blown away by the feedback that we've gotten from these. What we're going to be doing in this workshop specifically, it's called the Attract, Sell, Scale workshop. It's a three-phase system that I have built to simplify things. I am all about simplifying. I'm not super, super duper smart. It's not easy for me to, um, understand concepts. And so for me, I need to dumb it down. I need to make things simple and I can get overwhelmed easily. And if you've been a long listener of this podcast, you know that I like to simplify things and come up with visuals and change perspectives. That's easy to understand or, Oh, I didn't think about that, um, in that way. You know what I mean? So, That is, that was the inspiration behind this. How can we simplify attracting leads, attracting customers and clients that we actually want to work with instead of just constantly chasing with the random outreach and getting rejected by these people? And how can we communicate when someone, not only when someone lands on our shit, Should they know exactly what your expertise is, what you specialize in, how to become that specialist. But even when you communicate with people, because networking is a part of it, whether you're in the client space, digital product space, there's still going to be networking involved. So how can you learn to communicate and show your value a lot easier than you feeling anxious and nervous and starting to freak out that you don't know how to network and, and really show your credibility to people. So how can we make that process simple? And then that leads me to selling. Selling, I don't know about you, but selling makes most people want to throw up. It makes me want to throw up. I feel like I'm just now starting to get a little bit better. It's still can make me uncomfortable pitching and, and certain things. It's 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 a process. It's this, I'm not going to bullshit you and tell you that this is a, a, an overnight success type of situation. It's not. But you need to have a system in place to make it a lot easier so that you can refer to it time and time again, and then it becomes just like clockwork. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, bang bang bang. I do this this this, and this is how you get it here here here. Check it out here. And we're going to dive into the things that make us. More desirable shows us really shows value a lot more than just creating a pretty website, than just creating pretty branding and things like that. What are the actual things that are going to create desire where people are going to want to reach out to us and work with us, which makes selling that much easier? And finally, and I'm even hesitant to do it, but I'm going to do it anyways. What are the things that are necessary to scale your business, right? And the reason why I'm even hesitant to doing this, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on this podcast is because people are so quick to scale. And I was one of those people. Hey, I got, I got to run more Facebook ads. Hey, I got to, I got to do more outreach. Hey, I got to do blah, 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 blah. Everyone is very quick to, to scale and learn about those types of strategies and things. I say that because I was one of them and the problem with that is we get ahead of ourselves when we haven't even built something that's even scalable in the first place because if you try to scale something with holes in it I always like using boat analogies if you've been around for a while I always talk about boats and dream islands and things like that but if you try to sail a boat off to the destination that you're trying to get to and it's got a bunch of holes in it how is that going to work? So how can we plug up those holes? What are those holes in the first place? What, 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 what are those types of things that we need to solidify this thing that we are building in order to eventually scale it or have an easier time scaling, with it, scaling it so you don't have any holes in it? And let me tell you this, to wrap this thing up, you can't scale a freelancer. Have you ever, and and if you're wondering like, well, I don't want to scale. I just want higher paying clients. Well, that's fine. But are you going to be freelancing at 65 years old? Are you going to be freelancing at 80? Let's build something that gives you your freedom back. You can't scale an individual. You can't scale a freelancer. So what does that mean? We got to, we got to build this fucking boat together. All right. So if that sounds interesting, if you want to be a part of this workshop, All you got to do is go to www.zackravitzcoach.com slash attract, sell, scale, 2021. All the instructions will be in there. Uh, We're going to get started March 2nd. Everything will be recorded. It'll be live, but I'll record it so you can binge watch it later. So even if you can't make it to March 2nd, you'll still be able to watch the workshop at your own convenience. And just to give you some, some feedback that we've gotten from the past workshops, I've got some old um, comments from previous workshops that we've done. Someone said, uh, not going to lie, Zach, a big part of actually doing your workshop was the potential for the prize. But once I got in, I'm already so grateful for the value. Like many, I'm already in the digital space, so I understand that it was primarily to get people into the careers blueprint. But, man, did you deliver with this free Uh, Workshop, very valuable. Thank you, Zach. This is already helping me huge and changing my belief system. Somebody said, Today's video alone is worth more than $1,000. I took a leap of faith to not be scared to pursue my passion anymore. This workshop came out of nowhere for me. Super excited for the rest. Someone also said, This one post is more valuable than than most people's entire business course. Someone also said, Love the stuff you're putting out there. Since your workshop, I've made my first paid video. And made $2,000 over the past two months at 16 years old. This stuff works. Damn. Um, Those are just a small, small, small handful out of the hundreds of of comments I've gotten uh, over the past couple of years from doing these workshops. So if you want to be a part of it, it's absolutely free. I'd love to see there. You can go to that URL or, or click in the description in the show notes. It's everywhere. And, uh, I'll see you March 2nd to go over these three phases and to learn the things that are actually going to do some, some big things for you and not to hide under the things that are just more fun and not going to do, uh, some big results for you. So that's my spiel. If this impacted you in any way, tag me, send it to a friend and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.